Welcome back to episode 147 of the Women of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to chat all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer. Hey, this is Christina Harrington, editor in the X office. And we have a new woman of Marvel to the Marvel team joining us. Say hello. Hello, I'm Andrea Towers. I am the sales and communications administrator at Marvel. So what does that mean? (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, So the thing about my title is that it does not uh, encompass, like, at all what I actually do. Um, I work primarily with Joe Terraborelli, who's a senior communications manager, and David Gabriel, who's our sale marketing, uh, and send out press releases, uh, work with marketing on uh, big initiatives uh, like events and announcements. Um, I kind of liaise with talent uh, when there are signings that we want to do or whether there are announcements that are going to go out. Um, I kind of I kind of look at all the emails that go back and forth about interviews and such and make sure that no one is saying anything they're not supposed to, (laughs) Um, so we don't get in trouble. Um, and then I work with kind of all departments. I work with editorial. I work with sales. Um, I work with the digital marketing. Um, so di- sorry, digital media. Um, but I kind of it's kind of cool because I get to work with pretty much everyone on the comic side of um, the Marvel company um, and do a lot of different things, which if you love making comics and if you love comics like I do, it's um, it's really cool because you do a lot in your day and you work with a lot of different people and I love everyone I work with, so... It's fun. Yeah, uh, so anytime like any comics fans are out there and you get new information about our books or you get to see an interview online with uh, like Multiversity Comics and, and places like that, uh, Andrea's the one that actually sets that up. So she's able to liaise between these different uh, online online sites mostly is what we usually go through, like comicbook.com and, and even like marvel.com and things like that. Andrea's the one that's setting that up. So she's working with us editors so we can coordinate with our talent, get them questions. Uh, we recently had a cool exclusive on multiversity.com for, for Astonishing X-Men number one, and Andrea set that up. So we have a, a lettered preview up there. So she was working with me to get art assets and to also talk to Charles Soule about questions and get uh, some questions answered by Mark Panicia too. So it's a, it's a great way to spotlight what we do here. And yeah, it's kind of great to, you're, you're a comics fan? Yeah. You love comics? I think I love comics. Just, yeah. just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just to push you on the spot. I feel like the if hard you questions. follow her Twitter, you'll definitely know that she is a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably tell all my favorites by following my Twitter. I'm not shy about it. <laughs> but and you've been working in sort of the entertainment nerd industry for a while now, so it's, it's sort of, and we've been working with you, so it's sort of great for you to come in, into the Marvel family. Yeah, and I mean, I, I haven't been shy about the fact that I love Marvel. I love his characters. Um, I was working at Entertainment Weekly before I came here, and I was doing um, basically all the comics coverage there, um, interviews, exclusives, stuff like that. Um, And I worked with Marvel and covered their panels um, and did their announcements and stuff. So uh, I, I tried to spread the love, but, I mean, it was kind of very clear that I had a very big bias towards Marvel 
in general. Um, <laughs> so, so it's kind of not a surprise that I ended up working here, but, but it's fun that now I don't have to be shy about my bias and like, when I set up my desk, even, I don't have to worry about being like, oh, you have too many Marvel things on your desk. <laughs> Not enough, like, DC things. <laughs> well, what I think what's also important is that because you've been working with us and, and, and sort of creating those relationships, even when you were at EW, you know, it's, it's something where working here at Marvel isn't something where, like, I mean, you could apply, and then, in theory, we, we have tons of people who just apply cold and get oh, yeah. interviews, but, like, you've been working so that when a job opens or when there's an opening, people here and be like, here, well, you should send us your resume and like things like that. And I, that's so important for this this internet entertainment industry. Yeah, and I mean that's that's kind of really what happened because um, I uh, I was at EW until about a year ago, um, and then I was freelancing after, and I was looking for new jobs. And I really it was no like secret that I really wanted to try to work at Marvel, um, but you know there's only so many jobs open, and um, so I actually applied for two different positions here um, over the course of the year. I didn't end up getting them, and it's fine, and things work out the way they're. To, um, but I kept in touch with pretty much everyone I knew here, um, and I would kind of send emails or I would, you know, send Twitter DMs, or if I saw them at convention, like, hey, so uh, <laughs> any like openings at Marvel coming up? Like, I would literally just ask. I had no, sh- I had no shame. It's like, hey, do you know of any openings coming up? And never. Um, and I. So Joe Tarabrelli, who's now my boss, um, we had become close both personally and professionally while I was at EW because I did so much uh, announcement stuff with him and PR stuff. Um, and what ended up happening is that I got a message from him just out of the blue one day, like a month and a half ago, and he was like, just send me your resume now. And that's all he said. And I like freaked out in my head. I'm like, oh my God, I have to make sure my resume's updated and all that. So I sent him my resume and it was just this whole whirlwind afterwards. Like, okay, like we have a position for you. I think we have a position for you. Like we want you to come in and I want you to meet with David and I want to just like talk to you and have an informal meeting. Um, and that's kind of essentially like what happened. And like they knew... Um, they knew something was happening. Joe knew I really wanted to be here, like unabashedly, not like ashamed, wanting to be here. Um, and passed on my resume, and they got me kind of rolling with that. And then um, it was like an anxiety-ridden two weeks of <laughs> being like, I think I have a job, but I don't know because I can't say anything for fear of like saying something wrong, and also because like, what if? Like, my background check shows something that I didn't know about. I don't know. My friends were like, this is this is dumb. Like, the only thing they're going to find in your background check, like, like, they're worried if you had committed a felony and, like, you didn't commit a felony unless there's something we don't know about. Like, I don't know. What if, like, I don't know. What if they find out this thing and they decide not to, like, not to hire me? But obviously it, it all worked out. Um, and I am very happy to be here. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's so funny because you don't think about it. I mean, you think about like, oh, and like, you know, people and you're networking and all of that, but it, it really does help. Um, 
And I think I realized that when I was here, like my first, between my first like two days here, everyone was coming up to me and they were like, oh my God, like you're here. And like, so I felt like I didn't even have to introduce myself to people and was like, hi, oh, you're finally here. Cool. I know who you are. (laughs) You're just an employee now. (laughs) Yeah. I think you started when I was on a trip somewhere and like Ryan or someone retweeted and I was like, oh, retweet, retweet. (laughs) And I was like, that's so exciting. Comics is such a small group anyways that you just start getting to know everybody so you really start knowing like uh like brett white and everybody people who aren't even involved with marvel and like inside like you kind of feel like you know them and you kind of you already are working with them so it makes it really easy when somebody gets to come in the doors yeah and i mean it's um like for me it it's really fun and it's also um it's kind of good for what I do that I've been, I was on the other side of it for so long that I was a comics journalist and I was working with the PR people and I was doing the interviews and Mm. all of that. So now I'm on the other side of that. Um, But I know so many writers and journalists um, from different websites or people I've met throughout the years. And I mean, there, and there are some people that I'd like never really worked with before, but it was very, it was really helpful that like when I got hired, people were like, oh, like I know her. She used to write about comics at DW. Like now she's working at Marvel. And um, so that helped a little bit because it's like people reaching out to me, they already knew me or they knew about my work. And it's not just like, oh, this random person joined yeah. and now we have to kind of figure out what she's doing. That's or, such a unique perspective too, to be able to come from one side of it and then work on the other side of it. So you know exactly where those writers are coming from, those, those editors on those sites. So you can more sort of work with them much easier, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's helpful because like a lot of people, especially when we're doing a lot of sales and marketing stuff and we want to do rollouts and initiatives, um, there's, I mean, there's just stuff you don't know unless you work in the industry. And I can kind of very clearly say to them, okay, like if you give a site this exclusive, like this is kind of how they're going to handle it, or this is what they're going to want, um, from just from like knowing all the behind the scenes stuff that happens at like big sites like EW or even, um, like smaller publishing sites, um, like, you know, IGN or Comic Vine or Multiversity or, or stuff like that. Um, and it kind of, so it makes me feel a little more confident about stuff I'm doing because like, okay, I have, I can give them that information and I can kind of provide that um, aspect that maybe they don't know about. Um, and when I got when I found out that I was getting hired, I text um, I texted one of uh, my friends, um, Arun Singh, who used to mm-hmm. uh, who used to work here, and we became close uh, when he was still at Marvel TV, and he was working on Agents of Shield stuff at EW in their like first season. Um, so like we became friends, and I texted him when I found out that I got this job, and he was like, you know, just remember you've worked on both sides of the spectrum, and that's something that not a lot of people have done. So like you know. Use that. That's really good. Like use that to your advantage. I'm like, I think I have. <laughs> I'm like, it's good. Yeah. And you're and you are, you you get thrown right into the into the insanity with the legacy covers and legacy. Yeah. You know, as we gear up for our fall event. So that I'm sure is fun and stressful and fun at the same time. Stressful and fun at the same time is like the definition of like working at Marvel. <laughs> it's like you haven't even oh, been here long enough, but you, you just like nailed you it. Already knew it. Nailed you already it. know what it's all about. It's, like, it's that it's that divide between like I like I'm so excited to come to work. I can't wait to come to work, and then also like oh my god, I'm so stressed about like everything I need to do but at the, but at the same time you love your job so it's this weird like I'm not 
like angry that I'm stressed. It's just like, oh my god, there's, there's it, so it's much not to bad do. stress. Sometimes it sometimes it feels like it right. is, but it's like creative stress. You have to try to figure out how to solve problems creatively. Um, I love how we're we're teasing our legacy uh, uh, big. Well, I don't want to call it an event. I'm using air quotes around <laughs> event, uh, but I, I'm I'm really excited about how we're teasing legacy. We're we're putting out a all of our these beautiful homage variants that we put together uh, across all of our titles, and uh, we're announcing them sort of in bursts. And actually today while we're while we're recording this, and I'm not sure when this is going up, but we're recording this and this is happening live like right now in the world. It's great. But uh, we're doing these gifts where we're, we're having the the new cover sort of fade into the homage cover uh, and it's it's just really cool. Can, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Were, you, were you in the room when it came together? Like I'm so yeah. interested in the background No, no, it's, it's really cool. I mean our, like with Legacy, like our biggest uh, thing was figuring out, okay, like we want, we want to figure out a way to kind of debut these titles that's interesting, that will get people talking um, and also we have like 53 of them and that's yeah. we can and normally we would just blast out like an email and we're like we can't blast out 53 covers we would pretty much break the internet so we're like let's break the internet in another way <laughs> um, and we came up with this really cool idea that the um the legacy covers that are gonna accompany all our new titles um we're gonna be homages to older um well-known famous comic covers um and I don't think I even realized how cool it was gonna be until we like saw them for the first time because we were just talking about them being like you know um I would see the the covers as just like prints and being like okay this is the cover it's based on this is the new cover by the artist that our legacy title is going to be um and then when I first saw it like when I opened all the gifts I'm like oh my god this is so cool because a lot of them are just they're so well done that when they transition back and forth like you can tell you can easily tell even if you're not familiar like with the book but you know the title like it's you'd know the cover um if you know comics like it's it's really cool um and then we decided well yeah we're gonna break the internet by giving like seven or eight um comic sites kind of exclusive little bursts like six five or six uh gifts and we're gonna kind of roll them out throughout the day and um you know eventually we'll post all of them like all together um but it's kind of it's kind of a cool way to tease it because obviously we have a lot more to reveal about Legacy. Um, it's one of our biggest fall events. Um, we're going to be doing a lot more uh, leading up to Comic Con um, in terms of like cool information we're going to drop and um, information about the books and the creative teams. Um, so like all that stuff is coming. We're just trying to tease it out really slowly. But I think this is a really cool way to get people excited. Um, because because I've even, you know, I was like scrolling Twitter when this started, because this all started this morning, and I was scrolling Twitter and people were like, oh, I'm so glad to see, that, like, you know, this title is continuing, or this title, because I guess people, I forget people don't really know. It's like, oh, I'm so glad to see that, like, Moon Girl is still, like, has a title, and <laughs> like, so that's fun to see, like, everyone yeah. kind of reacting to these covers and the rollout and the way they've been received by basically like the whole internet. Yeah, it's so fun. Um, and Legacy is, is going to be, it's a little bit of a hard like nut to crack, I think, for, for us in terms of PR because every time we see, we, we say a, like event, the Legacy event, we're using quotes around event because it's not an event. It's hard to quantify what it is. It's hard to really talk about what it is. But I'm so excited to get more information out there and like these homage covers are like the first step to like like readers and like fans getting really excited about it. We've got, got some great stories lined up. Um, 
Yeah, and oh, those homage variants are so beautiful. They they're were so such cool. a pain to put together, but they look so good. <laughs> <laughs> there's so, and there's so many. There's so many of my favorite artists that are and creators that are on yes, there, yeah. um, like Elizabeth Chork and Chris Anka and yeah. Duncan uh, Figueroa. I mean, there's so. Me. I was looking oh. at the creator list. I'm like, oh, these are all my favorite people, and they're doing these covers, yeah. and I need all of them to paper my cubicle at my my apartment. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to pick a favorite. It's really hard to pick a favorite. They're, they just turned out really beautiful. And we put a uh, cover copy on all of them. Uh, the titles are mocked up and uh, the logos are mocked up in sort of a, a really like sort of old fashioned kind of way. It's all very much winking back at our past with a lot of our, our you know, our new characters, our up and coming characters like Moon Girl. Yeah. Um, and man, everybody did so good on them. Like I'm so proud of everyone that worked on those. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we did that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and also as we gear up for San Diego, I'm sure there's a lot on your plate. There's Especially because there's tons more release and news and stuff coming out as we lead up to the convention. Yeah. I mean, there's so much stuff that we have planned for San Diego, and it's really cool. And, you know, as is the Marvel mandate, I can't say anything. But, you know, <laughs> but, no, we have so much cool stuff. I mean, we're doing a bunch, you know, we'll have a lot more legacy announcements. Um, we're going to announce stuff about Generations, um, mm-hmm. which is our other kind of big event, which, again, I'm using in quotation air quotes, marks. Yeah. <laughs> air quotes. Um, and, you know, as well as, like, a bunch of stuff with uh, Disney Publishing and Women of Marvel. And we have, there's so much stuff that we're looking to announce. Um, and I think it's it's going to be really fun. And I am actually part of the, uh, part of my job right now is figuring out kind of who's going to be on the panels, who we're going to invite, what talent we're going to invite. Um, and that's really fun because I get to look at everyone and be like, I know who's coming to this panel and I know what you're going to talk about, but I can't say. <laughs> Welcome to Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> mum's the word. Stress, fun, and mums. Yeah. <laughs> Stress, fun, and mums. new tagline. <laughs> well, and it's exciting about San Diego is that Woman of Marvel will be coming back as per usual. Um, hopefully we'll be able to announce the date in time soon. We're looking to build some great ladies for the panel. Uh, so everyone who's going to San Diego, you'll have to stay tuned. And we've got some great stuff happening in the booth. Also, mums, we can't talk about any of that. <laughs> um, but it should be fun and exciting for those who are attending the convention to come by the booth and check it out. So, yeah. yeah. Always a good time at the Marvel booth. Always. Oh, always an insane time. That's right. Stress and fun. Stress and fun. Stress and fun. I hope someone comes up to be a Comic-Con and goes, hashtag stress and fun. I'm just going to be hashtagging that for the rest of the day while I do all this legacy rollout. Yes. <laughs> Every oh time I, I tweet. <laughs> well, hard-hitting question, who's your favorite Marvel character? Yes. Right. So... You, I feel like you're going to know the answer to this <laughs> just from, like, knowing me. Um, I have to say Black Widow is my favorite. Um, it's so hard for me to actually pick a favorite because I feel like I'm picking my children. And, <laughs> like, and it's like I can't. It's like doing those Tumblr memes and you're like, list, like, your top three favorite characters. I'm like, okay, I'll give you ten. Um, you know, I mean, Black Widow has been my favorite for a really long time. I have kind of, like, a very personal connection to the character and to, um, you know, Natasha in the Marvel movies. Um, but also, I mean, I love Hawkeye. I can't not love Hawkeye. Um, Iron Man, um, again, just kind of, like, in a personal connection 
way, um, especially with you know Robert Downey Jr. in the movies, was like a huge kind of personal uh, thing for me that I kind of always associate with like not only kind of really getting me back into loving Marvel, but also just like life stuff being like, oh, I identify with this character and like through the way you're playing it. Um, and then as for kind of newer or even older characters, um, I adore Moon Girl. Moon Girl is like my favorite. Lunella. Lunella is like my favorite so person ever. And I saw, I was at Heroes Con actually, um, I think, last weekend and I saw someone cosplaying her and I just wanted Aww. to follow her. I wanted to follow her around all day and be really, really creepy. <laughs> and I was almost like, can I take a picture for <laughs> Like, no, this is a little kid. Like, they might actually like, yeah. get it. No. They might actually be like, what are you doing? You want to steal my child? I'm like, yeah, I do, but not in that way. Know. People, adults who dress up their children <laughs> are asking you to take a photo of their child. I mean, this is true. Yeah. So... That's a good idea for a cosplay for a little kid, too. Yeah, it'd be adorable. I'm going to keep an eye out at like New York Comic Con for that, because, oh then my God. And get her, get her a little stuffed red dinosaur. Yeah, she's oh carrying around a little Give stuffed me red a dinosaur. Little stuffed red dinosaur. <laughs> I know. I would like a giant red dinosaur. Can we make that happen? I think that's why I love her so much. Like, when I first started reading that book, I'm like, why can't I have a pet dinosaur? Right? And then, oh, my God. Oh, man. Pet dinosaurs for the win. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to go back to life and the legacy covers, but mm-hmm. for those um, at home, what is your Twitter? My Twitter is underscore A Towers. Um, there is a pesky underscore because apparently my name was taken at the time I tried to make a Twitter account. Um, yes, underscore A Towers. Uh, I please feel free to tweet me. I will uh, flail with you about Marvel. I will flail with you about characters. Um, also, if anyone like ever wants to reach out and kind of has any questions about getting into comics, um, transitioning into comics from uh, kind of the journalism side or the writing side, because um, you know, in a weird, in a way, I feel like I can give back a little to um, kind of everyone that helped me get here because. God knows I annoyed so many people here by being like, so how do you break into Marvel? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I'm kind of happy to spread my my knowledge about how you um, can kind of break in from a different industry or, you know, just really networking. Um, so yeah, hit me up. I will be, I, I will be happy to talk to you. <laughs> Yay. Well, welcome to the Marvel family. Yeah, Thank welcome. you. Yay. Well, as always, if you have questions or suggestions, you can email us at womanof at marvel.com or tweet at Marvel with hashtag womanofmarvel. We'll be there at San Diego with news about the panel coming soon. Thanks again for the ladies for joining us. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, Thank I you. mean, Christina is now officially a woman. Oh of Marvel. yeah, I keep forgetting that. <laughs> Stay That's tuned. Like a dream Stay come tuned true. for her to be <laughs> continuously on this, and we're we're going to be continuing with this biweekly schedule um, as the summer gets a little insane. But hopefully by August we'll be back to weekly. So, um, but thanks for tuning in every Friday for us, guys. We'll check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe. Yeah, it's a-